This is Awakened Path Radio, giving you the tools to guide you on your spiritual or metaphysical journey. I'm your host, Dr. Candace Nadine Green. Welcome to Thought Thursday here on Awakened Path Radio. As always, you can visit www.awakenedpathonline.com. Again, that's www.awakenedpathonline.com to keep updated on us, Awakened Path Radio. Today's guest is Aisha Shayel. She is an author and an energy specialist. Welcome to Awakened Path Radio today, Aisha. Hi, Candice. It's really nice to be here. Thank you. Now, um, tell us a little bit about your journey to becoming an energy specialist. It began back in 1989. I was working full-time, married. Our daughter was in the early years of high school, and I was not happy, and I really didn't understand why the universe brought into my hands a book called Irregular People. As I read that book, I was just convinced that the author must have known my dad because everything she talked about was very descriptive of how my dad was behaving toward me. He was very critical, among other things. So one step led to another. I realized by 1991 that my dad had incested me when I was young for the first 19 years of my life. And then it took another almost two years, a year and a half, two years, to bring forth the memories of ritual abuse because everything had been repressed. And as I began sorting through all of these emotions and memories, I began studying metaphysics. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to God, God source, whatever we call that supreme being. And I kept saying, please show me who I really am. And I got awake one night and there is in the corner of my bedroom, this brilliant sparkling energy. It was in the shape of something like a tunic. There was no face, no body. It was just that outline. And After a few minutes, it disappeared. The next morning, I was thinking, what in the world was that? Mm. And then I realized that was my own energy. I was asking God, show me who I am, thinking in terms of personality. And Source, the universe, brought to me the actual picture of who I really am, energy. So from that point on, I began really understanding that everything is energy Mm -hmm. and I can work with that energy. I can direct it. And so over the years since then, I've learned how to refine what I do. Mm. And that's how my journey to becoming an energy specialist kind of took place in a very short version. Now, what what exactly, for our listeners who may be unfamiliar with what you do, what, what exactly does an energy specialist do? Well, I'm guessing that we all have our own unique gifts and skills. We all direct energy differently. One of the things that I do is connect people directly to source energy. That is, I open up my own physicality Mm 
and allow source energy to flow through me into the energy field of the client to rebalance their energy, to do any healing work or anything like that which may be needed. And I also direct energy for the greater good of all. Back when we were experiencing the Boston Marathon and the bombing that took place in that, which was so distressful for all of us, I just happened to tune in to the news and heard that one of the suspects was still at large. Mm -hmm. So I turned off the news and I set an intention that the suspect would be captured immediately and no one else would be harmed and the situation would come to an end. And I just happened to turn the news back on an hour later and what I heard was (laughs) exactly what I had asked to happen. The energy that I expressed was brought into form and the suspect had been caught. No one else had been injured. So that's how I work with energy on a more global scale. Now, with an individual, um, why does, why, what does your typical client look like? Why do they come to you? What do they, what do they usually need? It can be anywhere from energy balancing to bringing forth the emotional, spiritual wounding from childhood, mental wounding, and working on that. It's my perception, my experience, my belief that when wounding takes place in the outer layers of our energy field, emotional, mental, spiritual, if we don't heal it there, then it works its way into the physical body. And once it's in physicality, there's nowhere else for it to go. So then it begins manifesting as the various forms of illness and dysfunction that the physical body expresses. And um, why do you think that it's, it's, I mean, how does this work, uh, this energy work, benefit a person in their everyday life? I mean, what, what do they walk away with? After seeing you. Well, they walk away feeling better. Benefits are that when we heal the old emotional wounds, then there's no reason for us to be feeling pain. There's no reason for us to suffer anymore. So, and it may not happen overnight. It may be a process that a client goes through, just like I did step by step in my journey. So sometimes the benefits are a gradual increase in physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, mm. and just a better take on life. Once we heal our wounding, all of life looks different, and it's so much easier to manifest what we desire. Mm. Now, for the uh, for us walking around every day, uh, what can what do you? suggest that or that we could do to make sure our energy stays balanced and um, positive? I mean, what can we do, like self-care? I guess there are lots of things. What works for me is making sure that I'm eating healthy foods, drinking pure water. The primary thing for me is to be constantly aware of my thoughts. Because our thoughts create our reality, and if we are thinking negative thoughts, those thoughts will manifest physically and cause dysfunction and pain. 
so making sure that our thoughts are happy and healthy. And again, it goes back to the wounding. If we don't heal what causes the initial wounding, then it's really challenging to be happy. (laughs) If you're thinking about things that have happened to you that you haven't yet resolved Mm. or holding on to anger about old issues, that's another way to really Mm -hmm. stumble and create problems for ourselves. Now, work stress and uh, financial stress, uh, stress in our everyday lives, does that affect our energy as well? I think it does, yes, especially if it's a long-term thing that we don't really handle very well. Mm. And again, the benefits of finding ways to look at, if you're in a job that feels stressful, find different ways to look at that. It may be that you don't like the job, but at the moment it's providing financial success for you. Mm -hmm. And if you have that as your base, then begin looking into what is it I would really like to do with my time. I don't like this job. I don't like what this is. What would I rather do instead and maintain the job as best you can while exploring new avenues and new ways to bring in financial flow and then maybe just leave the old job, not that you're running away from it, but that you're moving into something new that will be making you much happier. Hmm. Now, when energies, different air energies come into con- contact with each other, are there any drawbacks? You know, let's say one person meets another person whose energy may not be healthy for them or may be healthy for them. What do you see as the pros and cons of energy interacting, different energies interacting? It depends, I think, on the individuals themselves. If you're in contact with someone that you instinctively do not feel comfortable with, there is a clash in the energy field. It could be, well, for example, I was in a store, this was years ago, in a checkout line at a store. And for some reason, the person ahead of me did not smell good to me, Mm. and I could hardly wait until they moved forward and out of my range. And I realized later, it wasn't the person, the personality, it was the belief system that person was holding, and I was tapping into that with my sense Mm. of smell, and it was feeling very uncomfortable. So... When you are in a relationship with a person, especially close relationships like family, Mm -hmm. it can be challenging to find a way to be comfortable. One of the things that helps is to accept everything as it is. It comes back to the old saying, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? We can't change anyone else, so we can't change anybody else's beliefs or their energy. We can either leave a relationship. I left my family years ago because I was not comfortable with their beliefs and their energies. Or you can find ways if your partner or whoever's in relationship with you, if you can find ways to work together and be fully open, talk about what is going on with you and how that's affecting you using words like when you 
fill in the blank, mm-hmm. I feel, or mm-hmm. when I'm with you, I feel, mm-hmm. and open up that communication. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And, and you know, that, that's interesting because I've, I've heard that before. I mean, uh, not on the meta, metaphysical area of, you know, when people say, instead of saying, you hurt my feelings, blah, 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 you say to the person, when you say, blah, 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 I feel, blah, blah, blah. And just the energy of switching, of changing the way it is said, makes it less uh, accusatory or, or blaming. Exactly. It takes the judgment out of it, and the person that you're speaking with doesn't automatically become defensive. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's interesting that you, you, you gave your, an example. You said that um, you were tapping into the person's energy using your sense of smell. Now, I've never heard of that before. I mean, I thought it, I didn't think it that was you could use your other senses to perceive or tap into another person's energy. How does that work? I mean, you just said smell and that's that's interesting. Um, so, yeah, could you explain that a little bit for us? My sense of smell seems to be my keenest of the five senses. So (laughs) when something smells good to me, it's very good. And if something smells not so good to me, I want to run in the other direction to move away from it. So my, my suggestion would be in order to engage the senses and be able to feel into energy that way, just ask Source to help. I would like to learn how to experience energy through my eyes and so maybe then you would see energy Mm. or my ears and I could hear or however the individual would like to experience it. Source is always right there meeting our needs and guiding us, helping us move into what it is we desire. I don't necessarily, I can see energy, I can see blind at the window, I can see them vibrating. Mm. So I do see energy to some degree, I can see how things vibrate but I don't see the colors and some of the things that other people can see. So I think it depends on how we want to engage with the energy and let that energy come to us Mm. and experience it then in our own unique way. See, that's very interesting. Um, when I, when I, uh, I can feel other people's energy when I'm in close, I, I can feel when something is, uh, for instance, um, there was a, a person I had never engaged with or anything. And all of a sudden I, I saw them. It was a, at my, one of my kids school and I could just feel my, my whole body just, you know, as if I was in a dark cloud and I just could feel the heaviness of that person's energy and, and the, the, the anger that that person had with them and things like that. I mean, I've hear, heard that a lot um, in regards to uh, perceiving another person's energy. So uh, the smell is, is very, in, is, is very um, new to me. And probably if I paid attention more to my, my other senses when I um, perceive another person's energy, then I'd probably be able to smell and hear and th- that as well. Yes, I think it comes down to opening up to all that we are here in the physical form and allowing all that we are to serve us in that way. I think many of us are very empathic mm-hmm. and it's like you're describing, we just, we feel other people's energy and we know that there's something that's 
a miss in the energy field. We can intuit that. It's kind of like walking into a room where someone's just had an argument. You can just right. feel the heaviness and the anger in the air. Mm, that's right. That's right. Now, what, what do you, um, do you have any suggestions for those of us who are trying to deal with um, navigating the world with our energies? How do we not get overloaded with uh, everyone else's energy when we walk into a room, let's say, or you're, you're at a gathering and there's a whole lot of people with a whole lot of different energies? How do we, can we turn it off? How do we navigate ourselves so we don't get overloaded? That's something that I'm honestly still working with. <laughs> I've been empathic all my life, mm. and I've absorbed other people's energies and their pain, and mm. I've learned that that does not serve me. Mm. My own energy field is sovereign. It's my energy. Other energies don't have the right to come into my energy field, and so it becomes a process for me of staying grounded and recognizing there is this vast golden energy around me. It's protecting me. I can observe other people's energies, but I don't have to actually experience that, especially if they are in some kind of pain and their energy is very low level and not healthy for me to be around. Does that make sense? Yes. And I was just going to ask you, how can people... Uh you you alluded to it when you said that, that there was golden light surrounding you. Um, I was go going to ask you how how can people protect themselves from absorbing all of this energy when they come into contact with someone? Is there something that they could do in order to uh, um, ensure that they they don't have an energy that's doesn't have the right to invade upon their own energy, but yet does anyway. I think part of that has to do with how strong we are as individuals in our own self, our own sovereignty. One of the things that we can do is, for instance, when I get ready to go out to run errands or something, the first thing I do is ask angels of protection, mm -hmm. angels of safety to surround me as I drive, protecting me from others and others from me. I also ask infinite power to circulate in my car so that I'm transported with ease and grace and safety. And I sometimes ask also that infinite power surrounds my energy field so that my energies are safe and holding strong around me. So it becomes maybe a matter of deciding how is it I would feel best, how can anyone how does anyone individually want the energy to work around them and just make the intention that source is there and ask source for help? How is it I can best protect myself and how can you work with me to make this happen so that I'm not absorbing all of the other energies that don't benefit me? Right. It's like putting on a shield in the morning before you go out into the world and deal with everyone else's energy. It's, it's something that we should put into practice, like whether it's your angels or uh, surrounding yourself with light before you leave the house. But it's, I mean, personally, I mean, I do that in the morning. I surround myself with light. I, I say my um, thing in the morning to surround myself with light and uh, make sure nothing that is not of light comes near me. 
And um, it's something once you get in the habit of, of practicing that every day, making sure that you, your energy is not invaded by unwanted energies, then, I mean, that's half the battle. Yes, I agree with that totally. There are pros and cons. I've heard people say, well, if your energy is strong, if you're strong in your energy field, just work from love. You shouldn't need to protect yourself or surround yourself with anything. You should just be open. But on the other hand, those of us who are very sensitive to energies, that doesn't always work for us. So I think it's it's wise for us to know what is it we need to do individually to take care of ourselves. One of the things I've, <laughs> I've had to learn is not to listen to every single right. thing I hear, <laughs> no matter how good it sounds. <laughs> that is so true. There's so much out there that you can get sucked up in. You know, you just have That's to. That's right. You know, yes. Out, so, yes. Well, um, it was such a pleasure having you on our show, Asia. Now, um, do you have any upcoming workshops, publications, talks, etc., that you would like to share with our listen, listeners today? At the moment, no, I don't. I'm leaving my schedule open, my calendar open, so that I can do one-on-one work with customers, clients right now. Hmm. And, and how might uh, listeners get in touch with you if they want to become a p- potential client or learn more about you? They can log on to my website, which is Asha, A-I-S-H-A, Shayel, S-H-A-E-L dot com. And they can contact me through there. It's totally private. I don't share any information with anyone. And they can get in touch that way. Well, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show today, Asha. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you.